During the last few years, we've ventured into a lot of different fields. And we've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. and welcome to the Walt Daily. This is episode 64, and this is a podcast for those that don't really know. Um, And for those that don't know us, we are a Disney couple, and uh, one of us is a Disney fanatic and one of us is Disney Challenge, but somehow we've made a way to make this relationship work. Yes, exactly. This is a podcast for those that don't (laughs) know. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure it was clear. 64 episodes in. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's in very case. good. How's yeah. it going? It's going very well. Your shirt is super bright and there's new stuff on the table. Yes. So I have our Disney advent calendar. So I ha- Richie doesn't really know exactly what an advent calendar is, but it's like every day during the holidays from December 1st all the way to the 24th up until Christmas, you receive a new little present. And in this case, since it's Disney, you receive a new Disney character and, or a Disney accessory to go with your yeah. characters. And then you put it back in the box and do it all again next year. Exactly. Or this year, because now it's this year. Okay. Ask me how many days I've done so far. Zero. I haven't done any, <laughs> but that's that way when I when I do get around to pulling them all out, I'm going to have like 10 to, to reveal and I'll already have like places to put them. Yeah. So it'll be perfect. Well... Let's go into headlines. Okay. First headline. There are ride closures at Magic Kingdom in order to build Tron Light Cycle. Why? Because the Sucks. where yeah, where the roller coaster is going to be, it actually kind of interferes with the Tomorrowland Speedway, which is closed, and the Walt Disney World Railroad, which is also closed. So you can see that the trains are docked at the Main Street train station right now. Hmm. So, and the t- path from Tomorrowland to Storybook Circus is also going to be closed. So that kind of area, if you can kind of picture it in your head, not you, Richie, but the listeners, okay. <laughs> there, it's going to be where Tron is going, which is super exciting because I feel like Magic Kingdom, to get people who are Disney challenged like Richie, in order to get them bought in, there needs to be a thrilling roller coaster, which is exactly what Tron is going to be. Do you think it's going to be better than the Cars roller coaster? The one that we did not ride, the one that we did not get to go on. No, the one I rode in Disneyland. Oh, the the Incredibles. Oh, it was Incredibles. My bad, that was Cars. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, I don't know. I think that better, and I never like to use better in terms of Disney in my Disney fandom. It's not better; it's just different. (laughs) Okay. It's a different type of experience. Okay. So I would say I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. Next headline. This is a Tokyo Disney headline. A while ago, it was announced that there was going to be a major expansion to Tokyo Disneyland to the tune of 75 billion yen, Okay. which is still a lot of dollars. It is a lot of dollars. Yes. So they're going to be expanding Fantasyland, Tomorrowland, and Toontown. But I want to talk about one of the new attractions that are going to go into, um, into Tokyo Disneyland, which is the Enchanted Tales of Beauty and the Beast. 
That's crazy. Where they're going to have the first Beauty and the Beast animatronics that were ever built by Disney. Why is this the first time? I don't know. You would think that it would have been done by now, right? Before yeah. maybe some of the newer attractions. Are I don't they know. still doing that Mickey attraction that I, I was not in agreement with? The Hollywood Studios attraction? Mm -hmm. Yes, they are. That's mm -hmm. opening, I believe, at the uh, the summer 2019. Mm -hmm. And remind listeners why you weren't in agreement with the the Mickey Mouse. Uh, runaway railway <laughs> well my thought was you know you were so shocked and saying that it was like the it was the first mickey ride or something and i was like that's interesting because you know walt has been mickey was like the foundation of disney basically from walt mm -hmm. and that you know i was thinking to myself i'm like he had to have made the conscious decision not to have a mickey ride you think. But he, yeah, I think so. I don't know. I didn't talk to him about mm -hmm. it. But, <laughs> Tell me but, about uh, what the conversation was like. <laughs> but, uh, but I think that he probably never wrote it down anywhere or something like that. Maybe mm -hmm. it has to be because I'm sure that they would have, there would have been greater outrage. But it just, it's just weird to think that that being the cornerstone of Disney and him not doing a ride, it was probably because he didn't want a Mickey ride to be in existence. You know and he just, probably would have opposed it if brought to him as brought to his attention. But you know what I just thought of though? Maybe it, that might have been the case. Like let's just say that that was the case. But if I feel like if Walt found that the demand from his guests were that was there that they wanted to see more Mickey and they wanted a Mickey ride, he would have done it. Who demanded it? I think that who whoever loves Mickey would probably love to go on a Mickey Mouse ride. Yeah, but you, I know I would. But you're saying like you know that there would be uproar and demand for why is there no Mickey ride? But I don't think that's the case. I think there's just some like imagine. Who said uproar? I just said des demand. Yeah, I'm but just that saying. can be you know very friendly. Yeah, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> saying, I'm, but I I just feel like that didn't happen. I think there's like just some Imagineers that are just like let's try to make more money or something, and then like you know I want to do this and then not thinking about Walt. I think that you are... Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think that everything that the Imagineers do is always in the spirit of Walt, which is kind of... It's kind of going to be what we're talking about today. So I'm actually kind of excited that there's this there's this conflict. There's drama. There's drama. On this podcast right now. Yeah, because you're like, oh, you know, they're doing it in Walt's like what they thought he would have wanted. No, if he would have wanted that, that would have been the first thing he would have done. I don't, I don't necessarily think that saying that that's what Walt, Walt would have wanted is the right phrase to use, but in the spirit of Walt. I know it's in the spirit of Walt. I get well, it. Well, there you go. But I'm just saying I don't agree with it. Okay. What day is it opening? It's going to be in 2019. Are we going to be there when it opens? I have no idea because I borderline don't know what we'll be doing in life okay. <laughs> at that point. Because if we're if we're there, I'm going to see if we'll, we'll have to bring signs or something to protest. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I'm not you, riding the ride. First of all, if you guys ever <laughs> wanted to know what, well, I was going to say what Richie looks like, but this is also on YouTube, so you can find out on your own. But if you don't watch the YouTube channel, you'll know what Richie looks like because he will be the only person carrying a protest sign on the day that Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opens in Hollywood Studios in 2019. That's correct. So if anyone wants to join me, hit me up. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So to, back to back to this headline. So 
the uh, Enchanted Tales with Belle attraction, the ride vehicle was released. It's going to be a teacup, much like the way Chip looks, who's the the little teacup mm-hmm. in the in the movie. And I highly recommend that you all go look at the video, which is actually available on our Facebook page. I posted a link to the to the video where you can see the Belle animatronic. It is amazing. Yeah. She looks. It looks like she is there and she is your buddy and she is like right there. It's mm. so lifelike. It's amazing. So. It's Japanese, man. They know what they're doing. Well, it's everybody in the video is American, it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> or at least they don't sound, they don't Either sound way. like they're from Japan, but I don't know. Go check it out on Facebook. Okay. At the Walt Daily. Anyways, so the last headline, and it's not really a headline so much as it is an annual event. Walt's birthday was on December 5th. Interesting. Yes. He would have turned 117. Why is it interesting? Go ahead. Well, now I think, I don't know if it's going to be a national day of observance, but um, it's also when... George H.W. Bush was buried. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So very significant day indeed. Yeah. It's really interesting how that day just kind of aligned up. Fun fact. I don't heavily believe in... um, What are the the birthday signs? Zodiac signs? Oh, okay. But Walt and I are both Sagittarius's. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Yeah. And so if it's not what you want, it's not what Walt would have wanted. Exactly. We're one and the same. <laughs> We're not getting back into that. <laughs> but I thought it was important to bring back up the uh, birthday of Walt uh, in, in this particular episode because we're going to talk about the, the places where you can find Walt okay. in Animal Kingdom. Okay. And why is that a big deal? I feel like... Most people, when they think of finding the spirit of Walt or things that Walt really put his 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 foot into or his finger on, it's going to be Magic Kingdom, Disneyland, and Epcot because those are literally the parks that he developed ideas for, hands-on ideas for. Um, but a place like Animal Kingdom, where it's so much of a departure from Magic Kingdom, from Epcot, from all those original ideas that Walt had, it might be hard to see where the spirit of Walt is in those mm-hmm. in the in that park. So I felt like this was an important episode to do, especially given now how I know you have resistance to anything. Yeah, <laughs> and there's there's no other like uh, copy to like Animal Kingdom, right? This is the only of all the Disney parks that's involves heavily in, around animals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, there's. There's parks that are about movies um, and Hollywood and Disney Studios, Hollywood Studios, and um, mm-hmm. in California Adventure, there's a lot of that influence, even though there's a lot of other things in California Adventure. Um, but this particular park is unique among all Disney parks. Yeah. So I think that Walt's philosophy and his spirit is still in, in every Disney park, but even in this one where it's kind of not as obvious, I, I would say. Okay. Okay, so let's get started. The first place where you can find the spirit of Walt in Animal Kingdom is actually in just the animals. Okay. Okay, because... Back when, let's go back to when Disneyland was being developed. So the Jungle Cruise was an opening day Disneyland attraction. And Walt originally wanted real live animals on this attraction. But for practical purposes, it just didn't work out. Even though it's what he wanted, it just didn't work out. And 
well, they ended up going with animatronics, obviously, because that's what we see today in the parks. But now there's all these live animals that you can see on the on the exploration trails in Kilimanjaro safaris. Look how close you get to these animals. Like as close as you get to the animatronic animals in Jungle Cruise, you're basically that close in Kilimanjaro safaris. Yeah. So this is something that that Walt definitely would have wanted. And he also did a series, a documentary series, which I know we've talked about briefly in the past, The True Life Adventures where it explores uh, natural habitats, the lives of animals. And so, and that's something that Walt Disney produced. Yeah, I gotta, we gotta look at that. Okay. I think I've seen it. <laughs> so I think that just in the animals themselves and the fact that there are live animals is definitely something that you can see the spirit of Walt in. And the fact that Imagineers and obviously veterinarians <laughs> and zoologists were able to kind of put together to give what Walt would have wanted to give guests originally at Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? Cool. No, I think it's interesting. I think, you know, it's it's more in line with, you know, it sounds like that's what he would have wanted, you know, not like making a Mickey ride. <laughs> okay. You know, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. And I really, I'm glad you're on board with this because I feel like this next one too is also going to like drive it home for you about okay. Walt, even though there, this is only the second one. So How then many are there? There's, I, I gathered together five because Jeez. I didn't, I, it, I know it's a lot, but I feel like <laughs> since I'm the only one presenting today that it would be okay. 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 So, so we're still going to do the five. So we're still, still going to do the five. <laughs> okay. But if, if we run long, then we can always like okay. dial it back and just throw the ideas out there. So the next one is going to be the Oasis. Richie, go ahead and ask me. What is the Oasis? Thank you. Okay. The Oasis is the entryway that and the walkway that leads up to the Tree of Life. Okay. So the Oasis is basically the main, the main Street USA of Animal Kingdom, mm. leading up to the hub of Animal Kingdom, which is exactly what Main Street USA does, as we all know, when, yeah. where you lead up to the castle, and from smart. there you, yes, Richie yeah. is smiling from <laughs> ear to ear because he knows. <laughs> I, can, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah, and and, I, the, and the, the Tree of Life is like the castle. Exactly, exactly. And interesting. Another thing. Good just, job, guys, Imagineers. <laughs> in the Oasis itself, you can kind of see, not necessarily like. Uh, literal resemblance to Main Street, but more in the sense that Main Street prepares you for kind of the 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 mood and the vibe that you're going to encounter in in Magic Kingdom. On the in the Oasis walkways, you're going to come across animals, lush plant life, um, cast members who are talking to you about conservation. All of that is going to put you in that mindset of what Animal Kingdom is, mm -hmm. which is all about the animals and conservation, and of course these other areas and lands that 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 you're going to see. And so the oasis leads to actually Discovery Island. So in, the hub itself is on Discovery Island, which leads to Africa, Pandora, Asia, Dino Land, USA. Yeah. So yeah, the oasis. That's pretty interesting. Main Street. Yeah. To my hat off to them for that. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy because the hub is like a formula that Walt developed. And so that formula In parks. It for parks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, he didn't create the hub. Oh, I mean, no, he didn't <laughs> <laughs> the formula of the yeah. rocks that, that you walk on. No. But the the concept is 
it's it's there and it works and it's, you know what it's missing what is it missing it's missing a hublon <laughs> that's now, now that I know that that's what it is. Oh god! I need to put that in there. Well, I knew there wouldn't be. I knew there would be some backlash at some point during this episode. Or it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, you can hublon all you want, but like you'll also be with kangaroos. That's right in front of the tree. And probably get kicked out because that's <laughs> beyond the barrier. <laughs> yeah, literally kicked out by a kangaroo. Literally. <laughs> that's funny. So, but yeah, so the oasis is the main street. So, and I just did a flash briefing on it as well. If you're more interested, more interested in the Oasis, feel free to listen, which is available. So, my next way to find Walt in the animal kingdom is, and this is this is definitely kind of a more literal way of seeing Disney in Animal Kingdom, but incorporating Disney property into the rides and the attractions. So, and I'm talking like movies and characters and things like that. I don't get it. Okay. When Walt was (laughs) developing Disneyland, he he did think of what Disney property, you know, uh, uh, animated features, let's say, can we incorporate into Disneyland so that guests will already have that connection to an attraction before they even ride it. Okay. So, you know, back when Fantasyland was being developed, oh, Peter Pan, Mr. Toad, like those are the types of things that they did. Mm Here in Animal Kingdom, you see it in The Lion King. You see it in Flights of Wonder, which is the bird show, being re-themed into Up, A Great Bird Adventure. So incorporating Up, which is a movie that you love. They took out the bird show? They didn't take out the bird show. They re-themed it so that it would incorporate the movie Up. When did they do that? Did we see that? We did see it. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't make the connection. Okay. <laughs> this, right, I think cool. this was before you actually saw Up. So Richie only recently saw Up. So we might have not been to Animal Kingdom since you saw the movie. Yeah. Okay. And now Up is Richie's favorite soundtrack, by the way. It's definitely the favorite Disney soundtrack. Which, by the way, God, what, I forgot the name of the type of music that it is. Uh, it was some sort of type of orchestra that's, that, it, that it uses. Ooh, I forgot the name. I'll have to figure it out. But... Yeah, I was astonished by how they, and I guess this is a thing that people do, but just the way that it used the same jingle and just gave the different emotions and actions that were happening in the movie. But it was always a riff on the same kind of original. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or melody. Melody, yeah. Yeah. And there's a a name for that type of orchestra. It's thematic transformation. I'm not good with You sound almost like you know what you're talking about, (laughs) but it's not quite there. There's a a term for this. I just don't remember. It's a complicated term. It's not easy. Um, And I forgot it now, but I'll figure it out. That's hilarious. I'll Google it before the show's over. But um, yeah, so I think that Walt would have wanted for the Disney like Disney intellectual property movies to be incorporated into attractions because he knows that will give instantly guests that connection. Like, oh, I love The Lion King. We have to go see this. Yeah, oh, I yeah. love Up. We have to go see this. Yeah. So, yeah. You want to be honest with you? Go ahead. That wasn't as good as the last one. Oh, I knew that was... <laughs> I should have saved the last one for... You should for have saved the, that one for last. <laughs> I should have saved The Oasis for last. You're absolutely right. Well, <laughs> whatever. It's, it's going to be fine. Okay. Um, so... The next thing, and this is a little bit less of a literal way to see see Walt, but it's the detail of storytelling. Okay. Because Walt was a storyteller. Yes. He told stories through the parks, through movies, through animated features, yes. 
And there's so much detail in the storytelling that, I mean, it's really, really unbelievable. And a lot of guests maybe don't see it at first because so much of it is in the details. So whereas a movie or, you know, a movie would give you that instant connection, learning the story of these themed areas in Animal Kingdom will make you connect even even deeper to it. Yeah. So I think of something like um, like Harambe, where 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 Africa is. So it's the village of Harambe, and it's a post-colonial uh, maritime village, and you can even see where the fort wall was was excavated and. And you can kind of see that history and the detail. And now it's for tourists. And so you see the hotel signage that all around the village. I mean, those are the types of details that they're there, but you might not necessarily see them right away. But that's the kind of storyteller that Walt was, where if you dive even deeper into the story, you feel that more of a connection than you did at first. And that's how these these stories that we grew up with are timeless because you think of like the little mermaid, like they're timeless. Yeah. So, and another, another themed area that I do want to point out because it's, it's another area that I don't think that like, it's always so obvious, but in Asia, you, you enter the, the kingdom of Anandapur and the village that leads up to expedition Everest is the, is the, the, is Sirkazong is what it's called. And you see how there's trekkers and trekking equipment, and you see the hooves of the animals that go up and down the mountains that are right in the the pavement. But it's that kind of a detail and detail to story that I think that Imagineers really want to drive home in order to still continue the legacy of Walt Disney. Yeah. How was that one? uh, So it was good, but it wasn't (laughs) as good. Well, I try. I should have yeah. saved Oasis for last. Okay. Darn it. You're going to regret it forever, but it's fine. I'm going to regret it forever. <laughs> Did you say forever? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Already. So my last one. Okay. My last place that you can find the spirit of Walt isn't, again, necessarily something specific, but it kind of is like a, like a tangible place. But it's the concept that you see in Animal Kingdom of keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Walt said we keep moving forward because he wants to continue to develop um, these areas because it's never going to be finished. He said that Disneyland will never be finished, and that's the way that every Disney park is. It's always changing, and it's always developing something new for the guests. So even in, to- in Tokyo Disneyland, for instance, so the big expansion there. So for Animal Kingdom and for, for Disney purists, I would say, a way, an example of keep moving forward is the addition of Pandora and Avatar into mm-hmm. the park. Disney people back in 2013, I believe when it was announced, like so many years ago at this point, I mean, it was, people were hesitant. They didn't know how it was going to, to convey that spirit of Disney. But I mean, really, if we keep moving forward in the spirit of Walt, he would have wanted something that was going to wow the guests, even, you know, even if it meant at the expense of something that was already there before, which was Camp Mini Mickey, which was basically like a, a character meet and greet area. And they also had the, the Pocahontas show there. So mm-hmm. I was sorry to see Pocahontas go because she doesn't have very much representation. But Pocahontas is Disney? Yeah. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. nice. I didn't know that. Yeah, during the Disney Renaissance in the 90s. This is a good time. Yeah. Okay. But, and even with Rafiki, this is more recent, with Rafiki's Planet Watch, there's been rumors that they're going to be incorporating Marvel's Black Panther there instead. 
So, and to me, I was like, no, I love Rafiki's Planet Watch. But at the same time, we have to remember that Walt would have wanted to continue developing and to continue making this place even greater than what it already was yesterday. Yeah. So. Okay. What about that one? That one, that one was okay. Oh, the, the Oasis. So let's go back to the hub thing. <laughs> let's. So, are there other, like, parks that have this hub situation? That are not Disney? No, no, no. That are Disney, and it was like, it was like, we that are... That's not like a magic kingdom mm-hmm. that's like just different that we would have not expected her there to be that same model of, you know, Main Street setting the tone, getting to this grand structure and then being able to circle around. Well, basically, so every even a park, I'll, I'll use Epcot as an example. OK, so even Epcot, it doesn't have really the traditional hub. And I think we've kind of talked about that before, how it doesn't really have that central hub, even though spaceship earth is kind of what draws people into the park it doesn't necessarily radiate out like a hub but part of the reason that they developed main street and the castle at the end of main street is to draw people away from the entrance into the heart of the park so that people don't just gather at the entrance like look at their park maps and are like oh what do i do now what do i do now yeah you know so that they can go to the center of the park basically and really decide from there okay where should we go so, what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> the question was like, did you, you know, is there other other parks that have this hub situation that's like we would you wouldn't think that that's like the main street of the park, but it is. Mm, I would have to double check the. Unfortunately, I'm not as familiar with um, parks that layouts. are not. Well, that are not Magic Kingdom like even Hollywood Studios. It it technically has like the hub and spoke model in its own way eh, it's a little bit less like literal hub and spoke um yeah it's hard for me to see it for for um what's that place called hollywood studios yeah but it still has the icon in the chinese theater at the, which is completely blocked off now because of mickey and minnie's runaway railway um mm-hmm. and, but it does have the theater at the end of the the quote main street of the yeah. park mm-hmm. okay so cool but I'd have to look at some park maps, maybe some aerial views. If I could go on a helicopter tour, that'd be great, Disney. Definitely need aerial views or just drone footage. You don't need to be the one actually flying it. You can just look at drone footage. Richie's terrified of helicopters, as They're you should scary. be. They're scary. They are scary. They're loud. I want a remote control one, though. I would love, I always wanted one of those, like the like the regular size ones. Richie, you have a drone. Like I know, that's... but it's different. It's different. I love my drone, don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying, like, like I always wanted one of the remote control helicopter ones because, like, it's just it's a little different. Well. It's not a plane, it's a helicopter. I, I, get, I get it. The anyway, drone is amazing, though. Anyway, to conclude, the Oasis. Yes. That's it. Okay. That was five. To conclude the Oasis, which you already went over, right? Well, yeah. No, no, no. Well, yeah, I just wanted okay. to say, at, in the end of the day, it's the Oasis. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For Richie. All right, cool. Okay, that's it. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed that. Uh, some knowledge bombs on finding Walt and the spirit of Walt mm-hmm. at um, Animal Kingdom. Yeah, a place that you might not see on the surface. Yeah. So thanks for everyone for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you uh, have not already, definitely subscribe to the podcast. Um, leave us a rating. Let us know what you think. We're on all social media platforms. Um, so pick one of your favorites. Find Search the Walt Daily and um, connect with us there. It would be 
uh, nice to engage with people and things like that. Yeah. And as always, we hope this brought a little bit of magic to your day and we'll see you next time. Goodbye!